now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we do. The only thing we seem to do halfway well. Uh, that's true. That's true. We just drive up and down the road and, you know, make nuisances of ourselves. But we listen to a lot of music. We do. We do. And yeah. we pick up music as we go as from we different go. folks. We pick it right up out of the ditches and the gutters. Wherever, and wherever we find it. Dust it off and we yeah. put, put it on our show here. Good as new. That's true. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriere's, exactly what is Americana music? Boy, we get asked that a lot. Yeah, I mean, I guess they think we uh, are some kind of experts or something. Yeah, but. wrong. <laughs> I mean, we have a definition. We have a definition. Uh, we, we which really, of, it's an opinion. We just made it up. It's, it's turned into a definition. Yes, that's right. We feel like it's music with... Distinctive American, American roots. roots, right? And that's that's where we kind of eliminate a lot of you know. I mean, we haven't done the Canadians or the Brits. We're sticking right. with homegrown music, right? American that's right. guys. That's so. It's a mighty broad palette. Well, it's a broad palette. I yeah. mean, yeah, you know, for instance, it could be actually Zydeco. It could be actually jazz. It could be Tejano. It could be soul. It could be funk. It could be <laughs> ragtime. It could be bluegrass. It could be. Barbershop. It could be Tin Pan Alley. It could be Lounge. <laughs> but you know what it is sometimes? Oh, yeah. The, our that favorite. we like a lot? Yeah, we like it a lot. It's Boogaloo. Boogaloo yes. Yeah. Yeah, we we just, do Boogaloo. We mostly just like to say Boogaloo. Yeah, that's true. We like yeah. to say Boogaloo. Uh, yeah. Well, and the format of the show is that we um, uh, each of us shows up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes. And the only rule is that we haven't discussed it ahead of time. We have not. That's right. And we take turns starting the show. Uh, and uh, This is 151. Oh, that's like rum. Oh, it would be. It would be rum. And it's an odd number show. It's an odd number show. So oddly enough, Leo, you get to start. <laughs> I don't know how that worked out. I don't know how that worked out. Yeah. I there's this band I've always liked, and they were they were pioneers in a lot of ways. Uh, they kind of developed a, a pretty interesting sound. Uh, but the band was called Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they, they were just monsters. I mean, they came out and did so much stuff. Um, they had a uh, they had a, a lot of hits, and they did like uh, like their first album came out. Uh, their first one it had, and when I die, yeah, you've made me so very happy. Spinning wheel, and all of those songs individually peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. So I mean, they were on a roll. Boy, no kidding. They they just they were. Plus, they had a they enjoyed a headliner status. At the Woodstock Festival, right, in 1969. Okay. And a film crew caught a few songs, but the band's manager, a guy named Bennett Glotzer, set, made the crew turn off the cameras because they hadn't been compensated for performing on film. All right. Oh, man, what a great manager he was. He, well, he cost them a chance to be in their, <laughs> that great Woodstock movie, yeah. among other things, you know. Wow. But it, the band, um, and they, they were inspired by the brass rock. I mean, they, they really used horns a lot. Oh, yeah. And they, they were pioneers in that regard. And they were inspired by the Buckinghams. 
you know, right. which we featured those guys on here before. But it also is guys like Maynard Ferguson and, and stuff like that. Uh, they just really liked that horn section. And then later on, they were copied by people like Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, and Electric Flag. You know, those bands that came out with the horn sections. But they had a hell of a run. And then they just kind of went and it fizzled out. And the, the question has always been, what happened? I mean, why? Right. what happened to their, you know, their career all of a sudden? Well, here's the thing. Uh, the original lead singer in the band was Al Cooper. And he, it just wasn't gelling. He wasn't happy there, and they just wasn't working the band. So he was replaced by a guy named uh, David Clayton Thomas. Right. And he became the real, I mean, the real signature voice of the band after that. And uh, they, were, they were rocking along doing good, but there was a little bit of a problem. And that is that David Clayton Thomas was Canadian. Huh? And he was in the United States on a visa. Ooh. And he had got a little trouble with that because he had some juvenile, you know, mis- misdeeds in Canada, and those came back to haunt him. And he was going to be, you know, he was going to be thrown out of the country. Well, the manager didn't want to have that happen because that's they needed that big voice on the front of the band there, and so uh, he started talking to the uh, Department of State. Said, "Well, what can we do to fix this?" And they said, "Well." We have a little thing you could do for us that we might, you know, take this off the table and make it all better. They said, if you'll just do this little tour for us, this little goodwill thing over in Europe, uh, we would like, we, maybe we could overlook this, this thing and, and make it all better. All right. So they did. Now, this caused problems on two, uh, at two levels. First of all, the fans of the band thought they were selling out. To the oh, government. Wow, sure. You know? Yeah, because this was during that time. That's exactly right. And uh, on the other hand, um, the the far people on the far right didn't like it because uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears was not a big fan of the government, you know? Mm-hmm. Why are we spending this great money on this great kid, by the way, a very sought after kid, on these guys that uh, don't care for the U.S. government very much? Wow. So here's the thing. What they couldn't actually say in the public is they were being blackmailed. Yeah, that's what it really came down to. Wow! So they uh, they and in the meantime, while they're fighting all this out, other bands were coming along and copying their sound and everything, and so they just said they just finally hung it up. Wow! But they left a hell of a trail right there. Yeah, I guess. So anyway, they they made a lot of other uh, songwriters famous along the way, and uh, one of them was Laura Nero, who mm-hmm. wrote this song uh, that uh, they had a huge hit with. It's called "And When I Die."
Listen to those guys all these years and never knew why they just dropped out like that. Yeah, I know. know. I know. So so there you go. Now we know. That's awesome. All right, Rogers, back to you. Well, I I fell into a tune that, man, that we knew when we were kids. Uh Uh-oh. And the tune is Abadeva Honeymoon. Oh, oh man. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, I do. I do. Oh, God. Wow. So I started looking into it. Uh, it was recorded by um, a, a duo called Car- Collins and Harlan. Okay. Now, they it was Arthur Collins and Byron G. Harlan. They por- formed a popular comic duo between 1903 and 1926. Really? That, right? Uh-huh. Now, recording artist Billy Murray, who you've covered on this show, yes, I have. I- nicknamed them the Half Ton Duo, <laughs> as both men were rather overweight. I bet you they were. <laughs> oh, geez. So they did a song called That Funny Jazz Band from Dixieland, J-A-S, uh-huh. right? Sure. And um, it, uh, it was recorded in November of 1916. It's among the first recorded uses of the word jazz which eventually evolved to jazz, J-A-S-S, uh-huh. 
and then to the current spelling jazz. Hmm. No so kidding. they that's, that's they cool. basically invented that word yeah, apparently. Very cool. The duo of Arthur Collins and Brian Harlan was among the most popular and prolific recording acts of the early 20th century. And it was this old-timey tune which would provide a major boost to the career of young up-and-comer Debbie Reynolds many years later yeah, yeah. in the 1950 film Two Weeks with Love. Because she, she recorded it, didn't she? Well, the, it, was in the, it was in the film. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. And, and I looked up that, and it is, it's a pretty cool, it, it's a lot of fun. Oh, all right. So what I'm going to do, I'm not going to play the Debbie Reynolds version. I'm going to play the original. Okay. But uh, I'm going to put the video Okay. Of her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, doing it. It's uh, Debbie Reynolds and Carlton Carpenter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna put the video up on our website. Oh, that's cool. It's a blast, that's and they cool. they get going really fast and everything. All right. So it was a single from 1914. Collins and Harlan doing Abba Deba Honeymoon. Way down in the Congo land lives a happy chimpanzee. The monkey with a long tail, Lolly, how she loved him. Each night he would find her there, swinging in the coconut tree. And the monkey gay at the break of day, loved to hear his chimpy say, Dabba 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 all night long they chatter away, all day long they were happy and gay, swinging and singing in a humpy-mumpy way. Abba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba means monk, I love like you. Abba-dabba-dabba in monkey talk means chimp, I love you too. Then the big bat one night in June, he married them, and very soon they went upon their abba-dabba honeymoon. Heard that band play upon their wedding day. Each chimp and monkey has a nutshell for Lottie how to play them. And now it is every night I have been the coconut tree. It's the same old thing with the same old swing when the monk and chimpy sing. Dabba 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 said the chimpy to the monk. Said the monkey to the chimp. All night long they chatter away, all day long they were happy and gay, swinging and singing in a hunky-monkey way. Dabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-dilly-dabba-dab means monk I love but you. Dabba-dabba-dab in monkey talk means chimp I love you too. And when they were both made man and wife, they shouted out, this damn delight, reclaim and run that Dabba-dabba-honeymoon. I had no idea the song was that old. <laughs> I didn't either. You remember it though? Yeah, I do remember. I mean, it. the Debbie Reynolds version. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's sure, what yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. And they got they had a little percussion thing going on I, in I, there too. Yeah, I know. I, 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 there's no video, so I couldn't tell. That's where it was. that's wild. Yeah, wasn't that fun? Yeah, it really is. Ding oh. ding ding! Flashback. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, I guess it's your turn. Have you ever heard this? Uh, this guy. He's a he's a new guy, a relatively new. He was born in 1991. He goes by the name of Buffalo Nichols. No. Okay. I, but I know what Buffalo Nichols are. I do, too. His real name it was not Buffalo. He, he adopted that name. But, but listen, I think his, um, I think his well, let me just back up a bit further here. 
Here's the thing. This guy did a tiny desk concert, uh, the NPR series, you know, where they take kind of a competition and the, a band gets to get up and do a concert on NPR. You know, yeah, 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 I know. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he was one of the guys that got this. I like the date he got it to, 2-2-22, February nice. the 2nd of 2022. But he's, a, he's only, you know, he was born in 1991. He's a young guy. But he's part of a new generation of traditional-minded blues artists along with, you know, and he's, there's another guy he turned me on to by listening to him. I'll get to him later. But he, the thing is, his whole thing is why... Uh, do no none of the none of the, the black guys are really getting into the old school of blues, right? Okay. I mean, his thing is that the whole thing was appropriated by a bunch of white bands in the '60s, right? And that so, and in fact, he was talking. You remember Roger Neighbor from yeah. Kansas City, right? Sure. Well, he's got kind of a legendary. Um, uh, he organizes big blues cruises, right? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Sure. And um, so he he was talking about it. He says, yeah, he says, you know, most of the people that come on and listen to this are older, you know, white people, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, what this guy is doing, Buffalo Nichols, he's taking it back. And uh, he, he his father got, had some CDs and stuff, and he was a young guy, and he started listening to some of these these really good blues albums, and right? So he uh, he's trying to bring it back. And make it part of a, a more black vernacular, right? Let's that, get that's down. Awesome. I think it is too. Yeah. And the way he does uh, the music is just blowing me away. Um, anyway, I got started listening to a couple of it. Now I've been listening to it a lot. So anyway, this song uh, was recorded in 2021, and it's a guy named Buffalo Nichols, and the name of the song is "Sorry It Was You." I was down, I was hopeless, I was barely hanging on I was saying the blues living life like a country song Then I took a long look in the mirror Took another drink and I was gone
So what do you think about that? That's really cool. It really is. It's really yeah. interesting music. So th this is not covers. This is original. No, this stuff. is original stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's that's and super. Roger, he's like 19 when he recorded that. Wow. Yeah. So it's it's pretty amazing wow. stuff. Yeah. I wasn't doing stuff like that. When I, I was thinking. neither. I was doing other stuff when I was 19. <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's not talk about and, that. And, you know, oh, my, look at the time. Oh, look at the time. Oh, gosh, I we, think we're out of time for I this section. I think we section. need to get out of here. Yeah, we can't talk about that anymore. Not anymore. Uh, you know what? It oh, is, what? Uh, uh, since it's an odd-numbered show, not only did you get to start the show. I get to start the show, yeah. I got you it. also get to check that left or inside, inside duel. duel. Yeah, hmm. it's your turn. Pleasure and pain. Yeah, well, I mean, tomorrow's moving day. Yeah, uh, I'll go yeah. clean up outside. Yeah. I'll pick up the trash and I'll... Get, get, get I'll, Ardmore. The, uh, Ardmore, I'll take care of the cat box, I know. He gets a little, you know... I know, I know okay. my job. All right, fine. And so go do yours. Okay. Go put on your suit of fear. You're and, uh, really pushy, aren't you? <laughs> I just kind of get a kick out okay, of it. Okay, fine. Okay, uh, okay. Well, we'll be right back. Uh, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. Yeah, we're yeah. back. Thanks. Yeah. Not so much uh, thanks to you, but, you know. It's an odd-numbered show. Lou. I know, I you know. know. I mean, it's just how, you know, it's like a pendulum. But I don't think you it, really It goes a week one way and then a week the I, other I way. I don't think you care. And, and uh, <laughs> it, you just send me off there. <laughs> Go oh, check the Oh, I care. <laughs> Fine. Well, I, I, I'm on. good. I can okay. do it. I'm okay. fine. Okay. So you survived it. Listen, you're one of those guys. I know what you're going to do. What? One of these days, you're going to be out there with a paper bag, <laughs> and you're going to blow it off. Yeah, you're still blaming that kid with that the firecracker kid with the on fire me. Cracker. That wasn't me. No, I, I think you put him you're up never, to it. You're never going to prove it. How much did you pay him? <laughs> <laughs> really? You scared the bejesus out of me. Okay, what I, what I really want to know is, uh, how was the track? <laughs> it's four pounds down. Uh, two weeks in a two row. Two weeks in a row, man. Wow. I don't know. This might not Yikes. be a good thing. Oh, well. Let's okay. keep it out. Maybe we're not airing it up all the way. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, we'll have to be more More cautious. diligent. Yes, absolutely. That's true. Okay, Raj, I believe. Well, well it is, but, you know, Leo, uh, we are, uh, this week, we are now doing our show. Yes, we are. Uh, from Actually, we are doing our show from Raisin City, California. Raisin City. Yes. We almost made it to Fresno. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we missed it by that we missed much. missed it by that much. <laughs> yeah. We're just a little, you know, just a little uh, south, southwest yeah. of Fresno. Yeah. We could maybe drive up through there, you know. Maybe when we leave here, uh, depending on how the dart lands, we yeah, could uh, maybe. go there and get some ice cream or something. You know, this this place <laughs> doubled in size, basically, in population. When we got here? Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So like between 2000 and 2010, right? They added like 165 people. You know. Wow. Yeah. She's, you know what, Roger? Here's what occurs to me because I I was there's no really here to talk to about this. You know. Not really. So I was just kind of figuring out. Well, how does it? You know, let's let's make an analogy here. You got a grape. Okay. Right? Okay. Uh -huh. What happens when you let a grape dry out and? You know, you just suck the life out of it. It becomes a raisin. It becomes a raisin. Right. I think that's what happened here, Roger. <laughs> this, if it, it, it used to be Grape Town. Maybe Grape Town or even yeah. Grape California. And then uh -huh. you know what happened? Oh, it's just a raisin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. interesting. I mean, you're, you know, you're getting very philosophical. Well, I am about that. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? I had a whole week to think about it. <laughs> so... 
<laughs> so here we are. Well, you know, and people ask us, you know, and they're really going to be asking they're us now really after ask, this yes, conversation, right. what's the deal? What, what are, are you doing? doing? What you raise know? in California? <laughs> well, you know, the, the fact of the matter is that uh, uh, our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA actually have these things called ranches. ranches. Yes. And they get to do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches. They're not moving around and trying to do their laundry in a roadside, you know, laundry right. Truck stop or whatever. Not, yeah. like, not like us. Yeah. You know, for instance, uh, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch. Where is that, Roger? Well, Leo, it's in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Yes, it is. And of course, Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Uh-huh. We, we've been there. Yes, we have. Uh, Orrin Friesen, who is the human footnote of the dairy Never misses a lick, that boy. Right. He yeah. has the Rock and ba- Ranjo. Rock and, rock and Rancho Rock and Rancho Ranch. easy for you to say. He has the, the Rock and Banjo Ranch out there in central Kansas. And, you know, we were whining about the fact to our pal Suzanne that we didn't have a ranch. Can we have a ranch? And she said, look at it this way, you guys. You know, she's so good. She is good. You know, she you know, can make you feel better. She's you know? not preachy. No, no, at all. She's you very know? uplifting. You know, she, didn't, she didn't say that we were whining. No, she Although didn't. Although I think we probably we, were. We were whining. But she said, look at it this way. You guys have got the entire continental United States. That's correct. From ocean to ocean, from border to border. You can yes. say we have a ranch. Without, Without fences. fences. That's true. And we get to ride that range in our RV called... Ramblin' Rose. Ramblin' Rose. Why you Well, Rosie got us here. Yes, she did. All the way to Raisin. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite a haul, so maybe four it was, pounds isn't it was. that bad. To yeah, we, down, it was but, a three-day drive, yeah. man. It was a long yeah, way. So. That's true. That's true. All right. Okay, Roger, let's see. I think I played the last tune on the last set. Am I you right? You did. Okay, so it's back to you. You know, sometimes we talk about how we, you know, think kind of on the same lines. Oh, boy, yeah. Which is scary. Yes. Um, but Sometimes it's inconvenient. That's <laughs> true. Because we get in a lot of trouble that way, actually. That, that's true. Well, you featured Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Yeah. At, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and When I Die. Right. Um would it uh, surprise you? I know you said it was written by Laura Nero. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they were not the first ones to record that song. Okay. Mm, well, so, I hadn't thought about well, it. Well, they recorded it in 1969. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was re, uh, recorded by Peter, Paul, and Mary. Peter, oh, really? In uh, 1966. So three years prior wow. to them. You know, and that doesn't surprise. I mean, that w- that song would have been right down their alley. You know, that's yeah. A, yeah. Wow. And um, so, but it, it's it's really interesting. Uh, so Laura Nero is an interesting person, and we're going to get to her yeah, in a later yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, she released her, her own version of that song a year later in February 1967. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, of course, it's best known for Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Right. Uh, you know. Uh, one thing you didn't uh, touch on, which I thought was interesting, the song reached number two on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, became a gold record in the U.S. It was kept from number one by the double A side, Come Together Something by the Beatles. Oh, those Brits. Also, and When I Die, <laughs> also reached number one in Canada in December 1969, but after three weeks, it went to number two, also to, due to the Beatles. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. So... Um, it was one of the first songs recorded by Laura Nero. Okay. Uh, when she was 17 years old, then she sold the song to folk group Peter Paul Mary for $5,000, who then recorded it for their sixth studio album. No kidding. Yeah. 
Wow. So I thought that was yeah, that's pretty kind cool. Of, kind of interesting. I don't. I guess maybe I've heard their recording. I just can't, you know, remember off the top. Well, of Well, you're going to get to hear it because uh, I, I was kind of taken with it, and uh, uh, I, I put together a mix. A mix up, which we distinguish from a, a mashup because it's just two. Right. Okay. And uh, it's bl- the blood, sweat, and tears version and the Peter Paul and Mary version. Oh wow! And I got to tell you, uh, the way it went together, it was so cool. And, and uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, let's give it a listen. It's Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Peter, Paul, and Mary doing And When I Die, Mix Up. Just let me go. Naturally, I don't want to go naturally. 
Now, see, this is one of those things we talk about because sometimes you and I get on the same track. Yeah. And uh, don't realize it. But, yeah. uh, I considered waiting on it, but uh, I thought it might be appropriate. No, that, just, yeah. that's cool. I, and I love the backstory, you know, too. Yeah. Go ahead and tell the story you were telling me that you, you found this thing out. They, well, they, they didn't just come together. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, we think that, that all these groups, you know, they just, uh, it's magic yeah, and, yeah. and all this type of thing. Uh, what I found out about Peter, Paul, and Mary, um, manager Albert Grossman created Peter, Paul, and Mary in 1961 after auditioning several singers in the New York folk scene. After rehearsing them out of town in Boston and Miami, Grossman booked them into the Bitter End, a yeah, coffee house, yeah. uh, nightclub, popular folk music scene in the in Greenwich Village. Wow! But uh, uh, they they recorded their debut album uh, right after that, and they, away they went. That's funny. So it wasn't like, oh, we've been friends all these years. And, yeah, you know, you let's, wouldn't know it because the, no. the blend was so cool. That is really interesting. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, all right, all right. Well, where do we go from here, Leo? Well, a guy I don't think we've touched on uh, is John Hyatt. No, I don't think we've. Well, uh, you know what? What I did a you a, did a, a duo a, a duo with it him, was right. a duo with him and uh, I did see that. Yeah. Uh, um, oh gosh, yeah. I'll come up. I have with to it. go back with that. I, in but, fact, but I saw we that. Did not cover we him. Did not cover him. Mm-hmm. Now listen, this guy was born in 1952, and um, to think about it, he was he, he was trying to break into the music business. He was a great songwriter, right? And uh, so he had uh, was working as a songwriter for uh, a company called Tree International, which was a record label in Nashville, Tennessee. And when his song, a really good song, Sure I'm Sitting, Sure As I'm Sitting Here, was covered by Three Dog Night. Oh, wow. And, and that did it for him. The song became a, no, a top 40 hit, and Hyatt got a recording contract with Epic Records on the basis of that big song, right? Okay. Well, since, the, since then, over the years... Uh, he has released 22 studio albums, two compilations albums, and one live album. I wow. mean, the guy just, you know. But he was born in uh, 1952. Wow. One of the few people we talk about, he's actually younger than me. <laughs> and he was, a, he was the sixth of seven children in this uh, big Roman Catholic family from Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh, when he was nine, his uh, 21-year-old brother died by suicide. Oh. And that deeply affected him. And then two years later, his father died of a long, after a long illness. It was just so, just basically to escape the stress of his early life, um, he walked, watched a lot of indie car racing, which you and I used to do as kids, <laughs> and, wow. and listened to Elvis Presley, Bob Dylan, and the blues, man. I mean, he was just absorbing music, you know. That's what was going on. Well, in his youth, this was a good thing. He almost went the wrong way. <laughs> he almost went. He and several friends <clears throat> stole a Ford Thunderbird, right? Wow. And, and he got caught. But he said, and he got away with it. He said, man, I was just hitchhiking, and then these guys picked me up. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got out to get something. Yeah, and, they, uh, and, they, and they, I got stuck here in the car. <laughs> so, wow. So anyway, that's, that's kind of, it's the fun backstory of the guy. Anyway, he moved to Nashville when he was 18, got a job as a songwriter, which I mentioned with uh, Tree Music uh, publishing company 25 bucks a week that's, they were paying him. and he's still it's a living it's a living man it <laughs> was then i guess but uh oh here's the, one other thing that's kind of cool he was he did not he could not uh read or write music right so all the songs that he wrote for the company mm-hmm. he had to actually record them and play them so they would know what the song was oh yeah because okay. he, he couldn't write he didn't know tablature or anything wow but listen one more thing before i play the song uh, get, get a lot of people who have covered his songs. It's going to take a second. 
Roseanne Cash, Aaron Neville, B.B. King, Bob Dylan, Bonnie Riot, Buddy Guy, Chaka Khan, Albert Lee, Dave Edmonds. Come on, do I need to go on? Delbert McClinton, Jimmy I, Buffett, Maroon Madow, Marty Jones, Nick Lowe. I mean, just on and on and on. That's crazy. It just, uh, he just has written so many great songs. So anyway, uh, when I come back later, I'm going to uh, feature uh, one of the songs that he wrote that really put him on the map. But in the meantime... I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to play a more recent tune that he recorded in 2018, and it's called Cry to Me. Getting dark and it feels like trouble Heating up just like the falling evening rain Tongue so sharp it could burst any bubble Nobody wants to talk about all that pain They're all having fun Playing with your feelings You can't control it It just breaks your heart Dirty double crosses done With underhanded dealings When all you ever wanted was a place to start Down. 
Once upon a time there was an engineer. Choo Choo Charlie was his name we hear. He had an engine and he sure had fun. He used good and plenty candy to make his train run. Charlie says, love my good and plenty. Charlie says, really rings the bell. Charlie says, love my good and plenty. Don't know any other candy that I love so well. Out. I would warn everybody that we were backing up, except there's nobody, there's nobody here. What am I saying? We could back this thing up all the way down Main Street <laughs> and not hit anything. That's what I'm thinking. Good point. Good point, Leo. Jeez. Hey, you know we're in Raisin City, but you, uh, you, we have a whole raisin uh, thing. Oh, we do. It's the the raisin diorama. Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, we just recently. Resurrected that thing. You built it. Well, uh, I, I think I kind of resurrected it. But, okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, that started years ago at Stage Six in Winfield, and and everybody we, had a, a in in our group. Yeah, we rep- I represented everybody in there, and then uh, every year I'd add something to it. That's true. And uh, yeah, it was quite a tradition. And then I think just last year for the fiftieth. Uh, I took it back down again. That's right. Yeah, I hadn't for a few that's years. That's right. You have to put a picture yeah. or two of that up on the website. That's, I'll have to, yeah. That's a piece of work right there. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, well, where uh, were we? Well, speaking of that, uh, yes? you know, um, uh, we we would like to invite people um, well, nicely. Suggest to, maybe. No, nah, we I, you know that just doesn't work. No, Let's just has, go back and beg. beg. Yeah, yeah, begging. Come on, go to our website and check more. things out. Okay, because I'm telling you, I mean, we keep this thing current. Like uh, during this show, I went and I posted the Debbie Reynolds video. There you go. Of yeah, Abadeba Honeymoon. I mean, right you've got to go time. see that. Yeah, if absolutely. you haven't seen it. Uh huh. So you know, we work real hard at it. So we'd like for you to go check show things out. Show a little respect. Yeah. You know. So uh, the the website for this show is. The, the derrieres.com and we make this point all the time every time the is the most important part of that that's, that's yeah. exactly right if you forget it and just yeah that's not on it, us it's up to you that's up to you yeah okay and of course we have one for the band well that's three trailswest.com with the number three there on the front right and that's where you can go look see where we're playing you know we got uh, some albums for sale yeah. stickers we ton got of the, videos and pictures. lots of t-shirts and stuff uh, so yeah man come on come visit us yeah well you know if you go to either of those websites you're going to find a lot of content, content. that's right yeah. uh, and if you look at it we're pretty certain you will be Contented, contented, but boy, there's a bunch. You there could is. become confused, confused, in which case you should just contact, contact us. us and we'll get you. And we make that very easy. Well, yeah, there's contact us tabs on both websites. Right. Or you can get right to us by using our uh, email addresses. That's correct. Mine That's is Roger, no D, at thederriers.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, at thederriers.com. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, also, if you go to thederriers.com, go to our uh, Americana Roadshow tab. From there, you can listen to any of our past episodes or download them download. And, and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably while wearing your leisure, leisure suit. Yeah. Send, a, send a photo. Somebody's going to do that one. Day. Eventually. Yep, it's going to happen. Hey, you know what else? Hey, what else? If you go to the Americana Roadshow tab, uh, you can listen to or download any of our past episodes and listen to them later at, at your, your leisure. leisure. Right. <laughs> later at your leisure. I later, like that. Really, later. Yeah. Especially if you're wearing your... 
leisure suit. I was going to say later suit, but yeah, uh, yeah, well, it could be. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, you know, uh, you know what else you can do? What else can you can we do? listen to any of our past episodes now on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. I, it's such a wonderful thing. Well, I, I know mean, you like Spotify. Oh, I love Spotify. But it's, it's also it's available on other platforms that people might use. Spotify is one of them. It's one of them. It's, and then, of course, there's Stitcher. And then, of course, Spotify. Yeah. Because there's it's kind of before you know in yeah. the alphabet. There's that. Actually, and, yeah. But then there's TuneIn. Uh, I guess it could be tune in, but yeah. mostly it's Spotify. Well, also Amazon Music. Amazon Music is fine if you're into that sort of thing, yeah. but I, I prefer to stick with Spotify. It's also available on iHeartRadio. Uh, I, I, uh, you could not prove it by me. If well, there, of course. I never listen to that. I always just listen to Spotify. I understand. Okay. You. But as our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowheres without, without the dairies. The there you go. Okay. All right. We got that. Yes, we do. Okay. Where are we, Roger? Well, Leo, um, I, I was traveling a while back and uh, just listening to all kinds of random stuff. You were didn't without me. You were traveling without yeah, me. Well, just to, just you know, in my own head. You went to the quick trip. I know what okay. you're talking about. Okay. Fine, you went to the quick trip. And and this band keep kept coming up called the Kansas City Five. Okay, I, who I had never heard of. Maybe I should have. I don't think I've heard of them. Well, it's an interesting story. Banjoist Elmer Snowden, you know how those banjo players are. I do. Who was from Baltimore and Washington and had no connection with Kansas City whatsoever. <laughs> just Well, I just think I'll stop over here. <laughs> Ran the Kansas City Five in the 1920s. So cornet player uh, Bubber Miley, who helped launch Duke Ellington's career, mm-hmm. was the Kansas City Five's most famous member. Wow. Snowden started the band after his Washingtonians grew into the Duke Ellington Orchestra. So oh. it was like a, a you know, kind of a, a precursor, a bounce of. back uh, from a jaded lover, you know. Gotcha. I, I, I'm thinking, you know. <laughs> um, the Kansas City Five also featured Jake Frazier on trombone, Louis Metcalf on cornet, Bob Fuller on clarinet, and alto sax, and Louis Hopper on piano. Hmm. And the group did some recording. In New York. Oh, no. From 1924 to 25. But now, did they ever come to Kansas City? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't figure that out. What the I, I cannot find it. But uh, so, anyway, so, and I don't know exactly when, but sometime between 1924 and 25, recorded in New York, the Kansas City Five doing Believe Me, Hot Mama.
And they never came to Kansas City. Uh, no, they were the Kansas City Five, and they recorded in New York City. Yeah. And Go you figure. said there was a, a six? Oh, they are, there was a Kansas City six and a Kansas City seven. <laughs> but they, none of yeah. them came to Kansas City. Uh, we might get to that later. Okay, fine. Yeah, it could happen. Okay, Leo, back to you. Okay, listen, whenever we talk about Jason Beers, there should be a sound effect that goes with it, you know? <laughs> we have to come up with that. Yeah, you know, idea. Like, Jason Beers, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we'll do that. He's a bad influence in a good way. <laughs> yeah. He, he posted something and I picked up on it. A, uh, a guy named Vincent Edward Gambella was the guy's name, right? Okay. And he, uh, professionally, he was known as Vinnie Bell. He was born in uh, July of 1932. Now, listen, aside from the fact that he was a, an interesting musician, he was also an instrument designer and a pioneer of electronic effects. And I'm going to have to double back to that later because we're running out of time, basically, right. okay? Uh-huh. But let me tell you about Vinnie just for a second here. He was born in Brooklyn in New York City. He studied guitar. And he made his first recordings as a session musician on singles, um, with such groups as the Overtones and Galahads and people like that. And early on in his career, he decided to devote his energies to working as a studio musician. Yeah. Now, you know... That's uh, a good living. It is a good it's living, good. and you really don't have to leave home, I mean, to right. do it. We've, we've talked about this with other, you know, sure. uh, groups like that. So anyway, uh, he, 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 was, um, he got involved in, ma- in uh, designing and manufacturing very interesting instruments. And like I said, I'll have to circle back. But in the meantime... I want to play this one song that, that uh, you know, our friend Jason thought was just to die for. It, it actually isn't bad. It's, it's, it's a, he recorded it in 1965, and it's called Just a Little Kiss. That's just a fun little song. Jason always comes up with the strangest, greatest stuff. Well, he he mentioned he he mentioned something that, um, and I'm going to go ahead and mention it now. Okay. Okay. 
He said one of the things that he likes about this guy is that he was involved in some of the craziest Halloween music he'd ever heard. Oh, and we know how Jason loves we Halloween know, music. He loves Halloween uh, music. That's so, great. So we'll get back to that. Well, having said that, uh, we oh, look are at the time. Uh, out of time. Oh, we really are, man. Yeah. Wow. So uh, we need to uh, figure out where we're going. It involves and the throwing of the dart. It does. And you're going to throw the dart, so uh, I'll get the map. It's in the back. Watch out. <laughs> You know, he's, he's really gotten, know he's gotten really touchy about that. I know. Uh, okay. okay, it's on the wall. All right, good. And, uh, okay, you get the dart. dart uh, spoon drawer two. Got it? Yeah, I was kind of tucked in the back there, oh, but no. I got it. Okay. Okay, so get in the circle. Okay, I'm in. I'm ready. Okay, here mm-hmm. we go. Yep. One, One two, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh. oh, we went up. Up uh, is that uh, Idaho? Idaho. 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 Okay. Uh, here's, Give me a, the list of here's stuff. the weird town names for Idaho. There okay, is a. There's one called Good Grief. Oh no 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 what? no no! They got one called Beer Bottle Crossing. Oh, that's for us. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's perfect. That's great. Maybe we can get some good cheap beer there. I know? hope. Oh man! Well, all right okay, then. Okay, good plan. Nice throw, Leo. Thank you. Thank you very much. I guess we'll find out when we get there. Yeah, because I could I could take a lick at on this. Well, that's true. We'll see what happens. Okay. Well, uh, we'll get uh, on the road tomorrow, and we'll do this again uh, next week. That's right. This has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio. Radio. USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriere.